Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And we coming from a basement to your headphones. Barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown. In a wild time in the chart. Thank you for downloading the podcast, Theanos. Now, here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome into another smoking hot episode of the Podcastianos. I'm Jordan Hall, and I'm joined on the show as always by a man who has just as many extra bass hits this spring as Tim Tebow, Eric Wayne. Eric, how you been? I'm doing great. You know, just chilling in my basement, not getting any hits. Just trying to be doing the best Tebow impression I can. Who do you think has a more natural looking swing, you or our good friend Tim? Oh, uh, you know, I I look like a drunken octopus trying to swing a bat. So so probably you. So probably me. Um, yeah. If if you were to get run in the field, what position would you take? If I were to, if I would be a a, a first baseman, maybe. Oh, you, can you pick it? Uh, kind of like my nose, maybe I can. No, I can. I you know, I can I can pick it. I can get it. Um. Otherwise, wherever the ball is not going to come. So, like, I was like a little league right fielder. You know, you don't you don't want me catching the ball. <laughs> um, so that's right. As all you box score checkers probably know by now, the Tigers had the chance to rub shoulders uh, with Tim in in Lakeland today as he started in left for the Mets against us. Um, do you think that his presence will bring some sort of blessing upon the Tigers? Yes. If I heard most of the question, will his presence bring some blessing to his club? Is yeah, that what you that, asked? That's what I asked, yeah. Okay. Um, I, yeah, the short answer is no. No, it's not. <laughs> All it's going to do is bring hordes of media distraction, and a bunch of real baseball players are going to be pissed off that this circus freak is around, and they got to deal with all the extra crap with Tim Tebow. It might be cute at first. They might be happy at first, but then then it goes away. Where do you come down do you, the whole – oh, go ahead. Uh, where do I come down on the Tebow thing? I think – all the professional talent evaluators that I've read think he's hot trash, that it's he's garbage. What do you what do you think? You enjoying Tebow mania? Oh, no, I, I was actually a Tebow hater uh, when he played football. <laughs> so I'm even more so a Tebow hater for baseball. But the thing is, right. is like, um, you know, people come to see him. Like, 
I feel like people get so worried about the the fair aspect. Like, is he displacing a potential other minor leaguer? But like, baseball isn't about fairness. It's about entertaining. And like, some people's perverted idea of fun is watching him fail miserably at a sport he sucks at. Like, you yeah. know, give the people what they want. Yeah, I mean, no, there's there's thousands of minor league guys. You know, you're going to displace one. The Mets don't care. Um, it is going to be kind of interesting because he's uh, slated to play in Columbia, I believe. Their low A team. Um, when you when you're in low A, um, the average age is is like 21, 21, 22. The the oldest player in his league is going to be like 24, except for him. He's going to be 29. They're all going to use him to buy beer. Oh, wait, wait, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> He'll maybe some water and he can turn it into wine in back in the clubhouse. It's fine. Um, so that brings us to this week's leadoff question. Which celeb, athlete from a different sport, or public figure, etc., would you most like to see get a spring training at bat? Um, I, I, I thought about this a little bit. I want somebody with, like, a peculiar, unathletic body because <laughs> I don't want it to be, like, a regular situation. I want somebody to have a real forward experience up there doing it. And I want somebody who's kind of funny. You know, to to I can really enjoy the at bat. I'm going with Danny DeVito. That's who I want. <laughs> that would, who do you want? Well, I, I thought about giving it to somebody funny, um, but then I thought who who would most want this? Like, who is the one person in the world that I think would be most into this idea? And I kind of think that that would be Jim Harbaugh. I would love to see what I, I think oh. he could get a hit off of uh, certain a certain level of pitching. I think, and he would he would love it. It would be like the highlight of his year. Well, you saw how seriously he took coaching first base. You know, he's he's assuming the position and squatting and getting in there and slapping guys on the rear and just loving it. Yeah. Went out and grabbed he, the batting gloves it. from the, the guy who hit a double. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's loving that. Um, so I'm going to announce this as big, exciting news one more week. Then it can go just back into the regular context of the show. But we are now on Google Play in the Google Play music section. Um, so yeah, I checked it out. It, it definitely works. It's a thing. Okay, that's good yeah. to know. Because I announced it last week without actually having checked to see whether or not it does work. So, so our comptroller's on vacation. You yes. have no quality control engineers. Um, so yeah, find us on there and leave us a nice review if you if you want. And if you want to leave a leave a bad review, don't leave a review. Thanks. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can podcastianos.com. On Twitter, I am at Jordan Hall 23 Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. On Instagram, I am at Jordino4, J-O-R-D-I-N-H-O, and the number 4. Facebook.com backslash Podcastianos, and we would love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. Yes, do that. I always pause for you to say something there. It's clearly not something necessarily to respond to. We'll we'll work on that next week. (laughs) Stroke our egos, friends. We need – we're getting paid in affirmation, so do that. 
and T-shirts and T-shirts. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Yanos. All right, Eric, let's get into <laughs> the Tigers talk. Um, there's been some injury concerns this week, and those aren't great. But let's start off on a happy note. Anibal is back. Anibal is so, so back. Since we've talked about him and his, his tweak or whatever, he's had back-to-back pretty solid outings. Is it us? Yeah, it's it's certainly us. It's certainly us. Uh, um, yeah, but you know, we we talked about well, is this little change enough to spark something? Um, well, it's in your in your favorite terminology, it's not nothing. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm I'm always a believer in mechanical tweaks. Like so much of, of baseball is just the the little bit that goes between the mechanic being in sync and it being out. And obviously, I haven't watched any of of this. I don't know if it's been on TV or not, so I, I can't say whether I think he looks better or not. But he hit ninety three today. That that says to me better. Yeah, uh, four scoreless, just two hits, zero walks, five strikeouts. Sybil yeah. had him down for forty four out of sixty three strikes. Wow. That's yeah. good. I'm throwing caution to the wind. I'm back in. Back in. You're on the you're on the Sanchez train. The thing is, like, it, it's not necessarily like, oh, he's he's back to being, you know, Anibal right. as we right. know him. Like it's it's all about managing expectations. He's not gonna be a frontline guy. But if we could get something out of him as opposed to like literally nothing, yep. that would be good. I, I'm back to the point where I think maybe, just maybe he can do that. So are you inking penning him into that fifth starter spot now i've i've had him in in ink and i would continue to have him in ink yeah me too Um, even though boyd all his outings are solid too he's he's good yeah yeah absolutely speaking of we've beaten the crap out of this dead fit death or we've beaten the crap out of this fifth starter dead horse thing yeah, but we should dissect this tweet. Um, there was words from the boss himself on the subject. So I feel like this is a little bit more yeah. concrete than we've had before. Um, this is the tweet from Beck. Brad Osmus isn't calling Matt Boyd the leader for the fifth starter, but he, and this is quote, has probably pitched the best of the guys that are in the running. What does that tell yeah. you? I, we talked about this. He's he's the best of the bunch, but, but ha, has a leg down the opposite of a leg up because he's not making the big money. He's got options. That's all. That's all it is. Yeah. It it tells me that it wasn't ever really a competition. Like if the guy leading the, if the guy leading the competition isn't the one getting the the gig, it means it wasn't a competition, which is fine. Like I I completely get that. And I don't even think that it's some tragedy. Like I think that it's close enough right now that I can live with them not wanting to eat that much money to make a call at this very moment. And, you know, if Anibal goes south in the next two, three, four weeks, then by all means. But right now, he's he's not terrible. Right. The news is he's found a little something. He's found flashes of what he had. And he can do this. I mean, he's he has had episodes of craftiness, pitchability, cunning, whatever you want to, however you want to describe it. He can do that. Yeah, and obviously we're going to need uh, more than one starter at some point. But how long do you let Boyd sit down there in AAA before you start to think that, you know, assuming he goes down there to start the year, before we start to think, you know, we could really use somebody to get outs like him from the bullpen? Is that, I mean, I know you want to keep him stretched out, but. I think you want to keep him stretched out. Um, 
how many starters does the average major league team go through in a year? It's like 12 or 15 or something. Yeah, stupid I, was like thinking, I was thinking somewhere in, in double digits. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was crazy that one year where we had the studs, we only used seven. And that was a remarkable anomaly. Um, so we're going to need them. It, just keep them stretched out. Wait for your shot. It's not going to be any longer than a month before you're going to need them. Somebody's going to get hurt. They're going to have a, some you know, shoulder soreness or some garbage, and he's going to have to come and pitch. Yeah, and Verhagen can't make all of these spot starts. Right. As, Your much, boy. as much as I would really enjoy that. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's get to the dark storm cloud that's hanging over Tiger's camp a little bit. The injury bug has has bitten just just a more more nibbled the Tigers. Uh, J.D. Martinez and Miggy are both hobbled uh, these days. Let's start with J.D. Sustained what George Sippel referred to as a midfoot sprain on Saturday versus the Marlins. Uh, I, I looked even right before we, we came on. There still isn't an update. Um, no. Osmus is waiting to hear back for a second opinion, but says that he doesn't think it's bleak um, and was encouraged that J.D. told him he was feeling better today than he did yesterday. So moving yep. in the right direction. Yeah, so this is kind of crazy. The, they took an x-ray. The x-ray was neg- negative, but then they wanted a second opinion, so everybody is freaking out. But they said, oh, no, we think it's fine. We just want to make sure that there is anything really bad. So the second opinion, well, now they want a stress CT scan, whatever that is. So everybody's like hyperventilating. But like you said, he says he feels better today. Um but like, but the Tigers are saying that it doesn't seem anything too awful. Yeah, I feel like I went kind of on the, the roller coaster of emotions. You know, Jason Beck tweeted, yeah. left the game, ankle thing. I'm like, oh, no big deal. Come And then he right. tweets later, came back to the game on crutches. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, the season is over. And then after it's like, eh, I don't know. It's fine. And then he goes back in for the second opinion. And that's that was when I started to think crap this this could be a real problem but i'm back to being like okay we can probably manage this on on the panic scale of one to ten where do you come in at this at uh, this moment in time yeah i i, I like a like a three uh, i mean so he's got to rest up and he misses a week or two even um, he doesn't need more spring training time right he, he's more worried about just getting his body feeling right so what's the worst I'm, I'm hoping worst case scenario is like he misses a week or two of the regular season it doesn't sound like oh he's going to be out for two months or something like that yeah and truly having him miss the last two weeks of spring training might actually be a good thing get him off his yeah feet that's a not bit. a loss no i don't have any issue any issue with that um so i don't want to speculate at all because we have no idea um but if he were to miss the first i don't know say week to two weeks of the season what do you think that means for the roster well i want to speculate so <laughs> well, go, well ha, ha, have at it i'm gonna get what i want so i there was no more popular topic uh floating around the internet than well what does this mean for moya and everybody's like oh jd's out we can we can keep moya 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 uh, moya is not somebody you should be excited about right now <laughs> i hate to tell you friends He's an enormous person, but he's not playing well right now. He's had a bad spring training. He's had like the fourth or fifth most at-bats of any Tiger. 
He's had no home runs. He's hitting a buck 86. He's um, struck out nine times with one walk. He he's he's scuffling. So you should not be excited to plug Moya into JD's spot. In fact, there's probably some other guys who would probably be better fits than Moya right now. But you, the Moya's. He doesn't have any options left. If if you put him up, you're going to lose him. So I suppose it's still Moya, but you shouldn't be excited about it. Yeah, I feel like there's a chance that we just see a little bit more of like the center field crew, one of them moving over right. to right. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the one thing I've, I've been thinking about with uh, with Moya is we started last year with a four man rotation due to how uh, the, yeah. the, the early season schedule aligned. I think there's a chance that Moya actually does break camp with the club just to give them maybe a few more days to try and work something out. Um, yeah. And plus it would give you another, another bat off the bench. I don't know. Just, I, no. I think he's going to be around maybe a little bit longer than we thought, but I, you know, I was earlier, I was preparing the end of the bench battle with his stats versus Dixon. And quite frankly, I didn't even do that for this week. They've really, yeah. uh, they've tailed off. Dixon's making this team. Yes. I mean, Romine and Dixon are making this team. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And I'm, I'm kind um, of excited for that too. I, I would love yeah. to see Dixon get uh, 300 at bats this year. I don't see where they come in, but I, I'd, I'd, I'd really like to see that. Right. Um, but so, so other outfield options, if, if we're going to speculate, um, Alex Presley, Presley, yeah, he, he Presley, was, Pre he was up for like a cup last year. Yeah. He's had a great spring. I don't know. Some of the other outfielders are playing a lot better than Moya right now. Juan Perez. I hardly know who he is, but he's had a much better spring. So the, there are other options, but situations dictates it would probably be Moya. Yeah, and Drew Verhagen can't start every game in right field, too. He probably could. He probably could. All He's right. your boy. <laughs> Coach him up. Um, yeah, I'll just work work with him on the swing. Do that. Thursday night during their loss to the Dominican, uh, Miggy's back locked up on him, missed the – little of what was left of the uh, Venezuela's World Baseball Classic. He's expected to be uh, good to go for opening day. Um, is he the player that most makes you nervous when you kind of hear their name in the same sentence with left early, injury, you know, something like that? Um, second only to Victor. Yeah. Because Victor, if it's some, if, if Victor's got a significant issue, he doesn't seem to heal very fast. It's, it tends to be a nagging thing. Um, Victor is the most brittle to me, but Cabrera is a little more valuable, but I feel like he's a little tougher, if that makes any sense. No, I, I'd agree with that. Um, are you nervous? Like, I know that this isn't something that's going to bug him. I mean, he should be fine by the start of the season. Are you nervous that going into the year he's already picked up an injury like this? Not to be mean to him and other grown men around the world, but it kind of seems like a bit of an old man injury that he's starting to get a few more of those. Which, granted, yeah. he is he's aging. That's what happens when you age. But right. It's like uh, Grady. Well, Grady Sizemore always had back spasms, although that's maybe not a good example to talk about since Grady Sizemore uh, washed out for partially that reason. Um, but refresh my memory. Has, hasn't he had these before? Like, and it gets a day or two off and then he's feeling better. Or am I am I making that up? 
I think you're. I th- it sounds right. I don't. I don't know off the top of my head either. Yeah. I'll go. Anyway, I. I think he'll be a fine. Um, one more note from today, according to George Sipple once again. Uh, Jordan Zimmerman, four and two thirds on on a backfield against minor leaguers. One run. Uh, no walks, seven hits. That's not ideal, but nine Ks. He threw 50 of 65 pitches for strikes. That eases my nerves a little on him. How about you? Yeah, a little bit. You just want him to get in the flow of things a little bit. You're not looking for completely lights out number. You're looking for feeling good, feeling strong, getting his feet under, uh, you know, being able to throw all his pitches, you know, I, I think that's what you're looking for. I mean, what'd you say? Nine strikeouts, mm-hmm. but it even said in the, these are against minor league guys. And he, his quote, in the, the article was awesome. He's like, yeah, you're not setting anybody up. These guys are just hacking away. <laughs> But yeah, you're probably right. These minor league guys are getting their cuts in. So you don't learn a lot there, but um just having them go out there, feel good, that's a good sign. The the one thing that I was trying to trying to wrap my mind around today, um, and you can tell me what you make of this, but Annabelle started on the main mound and he threw yep. on the backfields. Is there anything in that? Ooh, interesting. I don't think so. Not, I don't know. Not, my, my first thought was, you know, he hasn't pitched well and people are starting to the natives are getting restless. Maybe shield him from a little bit of scrutiny. Um, hmm. But oh. I mean, I think Sanchez has just as much. Maybe that's that's true. I, I don't know. I was it was something that that made me wonder. And, you know, maybe maybe him throwing against some minor leaguers was good to, you know, we talked about like with Miggy last week, kind of get into that successful mind mindset. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that was the case and maybe just a bit of bit of scheduling um and one more thing we played stock up stock down last week the stock that i am really really into nick castellanos another yeah massive week a double two homers wait 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 did who who are you talking about Nick Casti Nick oh excuse me Nicholas Nicholas Castiano Oh Nicholas Castiano That will never I, happen I'm I I'm had no idea there. who you're talking about but yeah Nicholas Castiano now I know Oh he he's fancy tell, now Yeah tell me about Nicholas's numbers <laughs> He hit a double two bombs six ribs um went 6 for 16 on on the week since since the last time you and I recorded so that that is officially a week I think that's the the Justinian calendar. Um, walk twice. The Rip power, <laughs> the power is coming. The the at bats look better. Oh, I'm I'm very into Nick. I I think he will be top ten AL MVP uh, voting this year. Wow, you know I, I should have said I that on a hot take show. Gosh darn it, what am I doing? It's super hot. Um, I watched some on TV. They had a broadcast this week. I got to watch a little bit. And I don't want to talk about checking dudes out because it's kind of weird, but he looks different. He he looks uh, trimmer. I, I don't trimmer's not quite the right word, but he looks. He, yeah, he, he looks like super shape. And um, so you buying him uh, hitting in, in the two spot? Yeah, why not? I mean, nobody else has really kind of stepped up there. I, I guess I don't see why not. Um, you know, if he's hitting in front of Miguel Cabrera, he's going to get pitches to hit, and I, I really like what he can do if he's getting pitches to hit. I like him there too. He's having a great spring. He's worked hard. I think he's kind of earned it. We don't have anybody else. I think he's going to be strong this year. 
Yeah, and he's got the kid turning one now, so I'm sure that'll give him just an added layer of perspective. <laughs> so much perspective. Mm. <laughs> wonderful, juicy perspective. Uh, so we've reached the semifinals of the World Baseball Classic. Down to the final four. Um, a couple teams we expected to be in it, the Netherlands and Japan, and two that maybe we weren't so sure about in the U.S. and Puerto Rico. Um, after escaping like the literal group of death, well, not literal because that wouldn't—that was a figurative group of death. That would be yes. more Hunger Gamesy stuff. Yeah, it has to be one of U.S. and Puerto Rico winning this thing, right? I don't know. I don't know. Those are the favorites, right? Yeah. After well, uh, Puerto Rico's kind of surprised me, obviously, but they've they've been really good. Um, I'd say of the four, USA is probably the favorite, wouldn't you say? I would. I mean, they were they were the favorite coming in. I would assume things haven't changed too awfully much. The thing that I still like, I can't wrap my mind around the fact that the U.S., Dominican, Venezuela, and Puerto Rico were all in one group. Like, I know everyone's seen all the games. We watched all those. Those like there can't be a bigger collection of talent amongst four teams ever in the history of the world than those four teams. Yeah. Do you think the pools were just determined? This wasn't like soccer where they did a draw, a literal draw. These were um, assembled geographically sort of, aren't they? Yeah. And it's kind of a shame. It would have been cool to see them split up maybe a little bit. The other pool wasn't super hot. I get how they cater. Mm-hmm. to their biggest stars and their major leaguers scheduling that makes good sense to me like forget the draw idea we're just going to make it we're going to we're going to have we're going to facilitate this so the guys can play which is probably without with the, with the most ease and that yeah that's great and i think this has catapulted the wbc into the next kind of category i feel like the last couple of years it's been sideshow but with a couple of the big events, I think people are paying more attention to it. Um, if anything, I have a beef with is that game the what was it the um, the Dominican Republic USA game ended at two in the morning Eastern time? Yeah, that's, I believe. that's late. Oh, I'm I'm getting too old for that crap, Jordan. <laughs> Go to bed. Yeah, catch that in the morning. Yeah, DVR that thing. How much of this are you watching? Are you excited about this? I still haven't seen an inning because I don't have the MLB network. And I've, oh, yeah, yeah. And I forgot about your, your trick until right this very second. So That's all right. I forgive you. All right. Let's preview the semifinals. In semifinal number one, we have the homeland, the Netherlands, playing against yeah. Puerto Rico. Uh, you'll probably know what happened by the time you listen to this. We, ha- we haven't seen it, so uh, we'll still preview and be extremely correct. Uh, Rick Vandenherk is starting for the Dutch, who is a native, like he's from yeah. Holland, born in Eindhoven. So, um, you know, it's orange through and through, if you will. Yeah. Who's the 7-1 closer? Don't they have like a 7-1 pitcher? Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Dutch people are tall. <laughs> um, yeah. He's facing Jorge Lopez, who's from the Brewers organization. I did pull a stat for you, and I'm sure all the rest of our listeners will really enjoy this one. Mike Avilas is hitting 667 on the tournament, which is pretty much the scouting report we all had on him. Does he have a – I'm sure he caught on with somebody. Who's he – what club's he with? Um, my notes don't say that. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> fine. Yeah, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so who you got in that one? Netherlands. Of yeah. course. 
I will. College people. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand behind our boy Joe. I'll go Puerto Rico. Yeah, he's throwing some little BBs up there. That's good. <laughs> and in the other semifinal, the U.S. takes on Japan. The the pitching matchup is Tanner Rourke from the Nationals against. Here we go, Tamoyuki Sugano. Very of, well done of Japan. Would, would you know if it wasn't? No, no. <laughs> um, let's see. USA is four and two, and incredibly, Japan is six and zero. Oh. Like, you know, I know yeah. that their the groups haven't been super hot, but baseball is like the most wildly unpredictable game to have not dropped any. That's that's impressive. I'm taking Japan in this one. I I kind of am too. I hate to say it because, um, you know, I'm I'm American. I'm not Japanese, but I think I think Japan gets us. So you have the Netherlands and Japan in your final. I have Puerto Rico and Japan. Who lifts the um, World Baseball Classic Cup, which is definitely a thing? <laughs> Do they get a trophy of some sort? There has should to be, be a trophy. There can't be something that doesn't have a trophy. It should be like a giant baseball with a globe on it or something to there me. I feel go. like that'd be a fitting that, that's good. nugget. We should, yeah. we should tweet that to Bud Selig. Have him make it happen. I'm sure they'll get right on our ideas. Uh, the Netherlands. Yes, the mother country for the Dutch. That, all, that's who's in it. It was always going to be the Dutch, wasn't it? And uh, actually, it's just people from Curacao. And yeah, I, I think that's hilarious. That it's just all these Islanders. And they, the, the official team name is the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Yeah, not Holland. Kingdom of the Netherlands to get all the islands. That's we, have, we have a question about that in, in Twitter questions tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all so right. we'll get into that. Um, I'll take Japan. I don't. I think they go all undefeated. Right. All right. Before we get off wow. the topic of the World Baseball Classic, one of the Tigers beat guys went in went in on the tournament. Here's the tweet from Tony Paul of the Detroit News, and I quote: "WBC attendance will pass a million for the first time. Cool. Still have zero interest. Can't compete with ST, which means spring training. If you want U.S. fans to care." I'll let you have first crack at uh, unpacking this little jewel. Well, first of all, uh, I'm not going to try to berate Tony Paul too much. I feel like I could, but I'm not going to. Um, this is this is not a good take to me. Uh, this is not a good take. Um, baseball, if anything, has gotten criticized for being kind of a regional sport. You love your team and you don't pay attention to anything else. And here's an event where people are really expanding their view of baseball. And I feel like in the mainstream, it's catching out. They got a million fans. It's it's being shown um, on TV. Spring training games aren't being shown on TV. Like, I I sure don't know the play-by-play of what's happening and even in the tiger spring training games and i'm one of the most invested people and i just think this is a bad take i mean people are getting are being able to see the stars play against collections of other stars and i think it's making an impact and people are paying some attention even in the midst of ncaa tournament time yeah absolutely the thing that, that struck me is that he's almost pitting the spring training and world baseball classic in like this adversarial relationship like, right. are people so engrossed in spring training that they can't handle also <laughs> yes. watching the world? Like, it's it's exactly. ridiculous. Exactly. That's totally ridiculous. I mean, outside of Tebow, <laughs> nobody's paying attention to spring training. We're we're barely paying attention to spring training, and it, because it doesn't mean a whole lot. 
I mean, the World Baseball Classic, it's meaning something to these guys. They get to put their country's colors on and go and go compete for their nation. Spring training, it's like, did you see Josh Donaldson's clip? Um, Josh Donaldson was working. I uh, was playing in a minor league game. He hits a home run and he turns around and goes immediately back to the dugout. <laughs> they said he was back by the bench before the ball landed. <laughs> if he doesn't care about spring training, why should we? Yeah. You yeah. can't tell me Adam Jones isn't, you know, hustling out there and doing his thing. And I think the the proof is in the pudding that he even cites here. Like, if you don't think, I mean, if if people didn't care, there wouldn't be a million people going right. to the baseball games. And I I know that not all of the the venues have been here. You know, obviously there's been yeah. what, six or three of the six pools have been overseas, but still a million people that constitutes. Yeah. And I'm putting these in air quotes, caring. Yeah, yeah. And it's got to be during spring training. Uh, this is the only place it fits. I mean, what are you, you going to put it in the middle of the season in the summer? I mean, the season's too long already. They've got too much invested in a regular season. Okay, well, what if you put it after the World Series? Like, Major League Baseball is going to run the risk of distracting from the World Series. And then you have some guys who have been off for a month, and you're going to ask them to ramp it back up, and you're going to put World Series winners back on this thing. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're going to have, like, seven people or seven players showing up for that. That's ridiculous. Like, what? okay, so you're going to move it back. You're going to put it around the holidays. You're going to have Christmas and New Year's in the middle of football season. That doesn't make any sense. Okay, midwinter? Like the guys need some break too. And then you're, you're back to spring training time. That's the only place it fits. That's it. Yeah. I feel like I came into the world baseball classic this year thinking it's just kind of a distraction, but it is kind of cool. Like I feel like it's, it's gotten into the mainstream a little bit this year, which, which yeah. is, which is good. I mean, baseball is as much as we all love it, it. It's drifting a little bit from the mainstream to see something going back the other direction is is kind of cool and and yep. the um globalization or the global aspect of it i think is what's what's doing it which is so cool um especially at the, at these times um it's yep. yeah yep. no it, it's a it's a cool thing doing a cool thing in the country right now and the guys are getting into it you've got guys from puerto rico they're they're dying their hair blonde <laughs> and then you got um you got Fernando Rodney pulling out a giant golden plantain from his pants. I mean, this is good theater. <laughs> to be fair, though, are we sure that it hasn't been there the whole time? Hey, hey, what a man does with his plantain in his own pants is none of my business. Plantano. All right, let's get to your power rankings. Yeah, let's do that. Um, today I have for you. Colors of crayons in a box of 24 Crayola crayons. Oh, I, I was expecting this one weeks, if not months ago. Uh, okay, okay. Um, I Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I've actually done some research. I, I have, I'm holding up a box. Here, let me shake it. It's a box of 24 Crayola cans. And I have, I, I sampled them. You know, this is, this is very thorough. So top seven, bottom three. Number seven is brown. Okay, not exciting, but still in the top seven. You got to be able to color bears and dogs and dirt and stuff like a teddy bear. How are you going to color a teddy bear or something without brown? Yeah, how would you, you make the brown. poop emoji without brown? Yeah, brown's necessary. It's kind of dark. It's it's fairly satisfying. It's number seven. All right, number six is yellow. Yellow's happy. You get to do flowers. And how are you gonna how are you gonna color the sun That's if you true. don't have yellow? Yeah, I feel like the sun is one of the primary things that one colors. Yeah, you put that in the upper corner. Hmm. You know, you can do you can do the quarter. You, you know, the quarter sun in in the upper corner, or just go all out and make a big sun. Got to have the rays. And then you got to hit, hit it with a smile face. I always put it with a, just the, the flat line face. Like he's cool giving you light, but he's also a little bit of a dick because he gives you skin cancer. <laughs> Are you drawing your son with some sunglasses on? No, no, that's, that's a bit much for my artistic ability. <laughs> okay. Um, number five is orange. Um, orange is this high primarily because it's my favorite color. My favorite color is orange. It's very satisfying, you know, get that nice vibrant color. It doesn't really have, you know, a a, uh, a flagship item besides maybe an orange. Wait, wait, wait hold on. But, is orange your favorite color because of the Netherlands or, ti- or the Tigers or is it completely unrelated to both? I mean, I suppose it's a little related to the Tigers, but I just find it a very nice color. I like orange. It's a nice color. You know. Okay, number four is green. You can't color a picture in your coloring book without green. You got grass, you got trees, and don't don't bother me with any of this yellow green or green yellow. Just just give me regular green. Okay, I'm kind of surprised that you're not going into the green yellows and yellow greens. I thought that that's that's where this was going straight no, up. No, I don't. I don't want. I don't want adulterated colors. Are those like the millennial of, millennials of the crayons? Yeah, they're the little snowflakes think they're special. No, I want I want the baby boomer. I want the <laughs> <laughs> I want the tried and true '50s colors. Meat and yeah, potato green. colors. Green. What's that? The meat and potato colors. Yes, exactly. Don't give me your 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 uh, sushi tofu colors. Stop it with that nonsense. Yeah, that was four. Number three is black. Black is a good color to color with because, you know, just scribble on there with some black. It's angry. And if you're going to do any, like, lines, just like drawing of lines, black is the best way to go. Just go nuts with the black. It's it's very satisfying. It's nice and dark. You lay down nice, nice wax on there with a black crayon. Fair enough. Can't disagree with that. All right. Number two is red 
red. Uh, again, I don't want one of a thousand variations of red. I don't want red violet. I don't want violet red. I don't want pink. I, I just want red. Just give me plain old red. It's good. I'm drawing a fire truck. I got to color it. It's red. Yeah. Uh, red, red's probably my favorite color. So I, I agree with you. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Number one, the best color in the box. Get a guess. Reluctantly, I guess blue. It's blue. Of course it's blue. Blue's the most Think overrated about... color out there. Your face is overrated, Hall. Ouch. <laughs> Think how much... Burn. <laughs> <laughs> you're not thinking about how much blue stuff there is on the page to color most of the background is what sky sky you gotta hit that with some blue right water blue true come on blue that, it's a good color that's true right. and most of my favorite animals live in the water so it's probably a good thing to have around harambe would be sad that you said that that's true all right peace <laughs> <laughs> all right the bottom three and this is a real color that appeared in this box it made me cry is carulean carillion what how do you say this i don't c-e-r-u-l-e-a-n it's got to be cerulean right cerulean it's got to be it like, like a s sound like a s sound Cer- i don't know I don't I don't know. English with Eric I, and Jordan. I'm a I'm a dude. I've never heard of this before in my life. Evidently it's like this bluish green color. But here's the thing. Like there is blue green in the box. There's blue green in the box. It's the same freaking color. I couldn't tell the difference. I scribbled them next to each other. I can't tell. Hey, stay don't need to be maybe in it's it. the same crayon. Maybe there is no difference. Oh man. Saving money. This conspiracy theory, I believe. Goes Car- all, the, all the way to the top of Crayola, for sure. Crayola is screwing us with this. That's number third from the worst. Number two from the worst, I don't know, seems a little sp- suspicious. And that's Apricot. Apricot is in this box of 24. And, you know, speaking of c- conspiracy theories, you know why I think Apricot's in the box? I, I don't know why. It's, it's kind of like... Uh, fleshy color you know it's it's for coloring you know some people but only the white people oh, that's so you're sad. saying that Crayola is, is a closet racist I, I don't they include apricot in the box and i'm a little suspicious yeah definitely why can't why can't you just draw people with brown you know you press hard press lightly brown it's fine but no gotta throw an apricot not so sure about that it's appalling all right, don't take me seriously. Don't at me if I'm freaking apricot, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what your biggest problem is going to be is big big crayon at your door tomorrow, at your place of work. <laughs> Shaking me down because I mentioned apricot. All right, it's it, whatever. It's fine. All right, number one worst crayon in the box. I have a guess here. Is it the white crayon? Of course it's the white crayon. Nobody's picking up the white crayon. The only thing the white crayon is good for is if you have black paper yeah i mean this is the one trick pony of crayons you're open up this this box of crayons after a month or two which ones got the sharp tip left the white ones yeah for just sure. the white one 
just the white one. Yeah, I feel the like Lancy when, white. when you were a kid in, in school, the kid that picked the white crayon out of the box is the one that you immediately identified as, nope, that kid's not going anywhere. The white crayon is useless. It's terrible. That's power rankings. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. Do you want to hear about what I saw on the side of the road this week? Yeah. I actually don't really have what one might call an exciting story to tell this week, but I have one that's a little bit um, perplexing. So this was before we came home. I had, uh, I don't know, three or four days to run down, down in Florida this week before we came home. And one day I was running by this, it's kind of like a canal, and all over the path, there's crap. I don't know what type of animal, but somebody just absolutely oh, actual unloaded. feces. Feces, yes. It's probably like probably my armadillo friends. I don't I don't know exactly what their poop looks like, but it's it's not like you know it's not dog or human. Like it's some sort of uh, woodland animal poop. I come back the next day, it's gone. Where does the poop go? Did somebody? And I say somebody. Did an animal come and like eat it, or did it? I mean, I guess it could have blown away. I don't know. It, it made me be like, dang, where'd the, oh, man. where'd the poop go? There, Have you seen a movie? Oh, no. What is the name of this movie? There's a movie um, about an inventor who invents a spray that they spray the poop and it goes away. And everybody wonders, where does the poop go? Just like you're saying, what is the name of this movie? Somebody listening to this is going to be like, oh, yeah. I know the name of this movie, but there were like stars. I'll find it. I'll find it. But this is, yeah, this is, there's a whole movie based around this premise. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that I had stumbled upon the plot of, of a major motion picture. Okay. Maybe so I, I was Googled, in the motion picture. I go, I Googled, where does the poop go? And then it, <laughs> it prompts me movie. Oh, envy. Envy is the name of this movie. It was, 2004 with Jack Black and Ben Stiller. Of course it was going to have Jack Black in it. A man becomes increasingly jealous of his friend's newfound success because he, he makes the poop spray. I'm not making this up. I'm you got to watch it. Maybe this product is the key to unlocking your poop mystery. <laughs> we can only hope. Unless another animal's like eating it, you think? That's disgusting. I'd, I'd prefer to think that animals don't do that. I think animals are smart sometimes. Um, So we currently owe our adulation to Aaron Nelson. He sits atop the podcast, Yano's Bracket Group. Um, I did a little background research. I am tied for seventh, and you are tied for 31st after the first weekend. But a lot of games left. Don't give up hope. (laughs) Do you notice I did tweet you when I was on the top and you were further down? I, I, I ignored that. Yeah, the real roles have reversed in my bracket is is poo by the side of the road. Mm. Soon to that's, be, soon to that's be where all the poop went into our podcast pool. All right. Are you ready for some Twitter questions? Yeah. All right. The first one comes in from Alex Savota. I always said it. So no, I'm, I'm an idiot. OK, he asks us, are jail, are jelly and jam the same thing? No. Yes, they 100 percent are. No, jam has chunks of fruit in it. Jam or jelly is smooth. You make jelly with juice. You make jam with like mashed up fruit. Fair and enough. And if you want bigger, if you want even bigger pieces, you're getting preserves. Yeah. It's a spectrum. 
Jelly jam preserves. I, I legitimately had no knowledge on that subject. Uh, he follows up with, is a tater tot a French fry? No. Tater tot's a clump of hash brown. Tater tots are one of the most underrated foods on, yeah. this, on this earth. Tater tots are excellent. Uh, let's see. At, uh, we'll just call him Chris. His handle is long. Is Moya locked to make the team if JD goes on the DL, or are there still better options? Talked about that a little bit earlier. I do think yeah. that he will make the team if he if he goes on the deal, but hopefully, um, Brett Yoder asks us a very similar question. Um, Jacoby, the front runner in center field, asks underscore Ryan Kraus. Is he the front runner? No, I wouldn't think so. I think he's probably playing the best, but to be your op- opening day starter in center. No, it's it's going to be Romine. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. It's going to be the ho- the Holy Romine Empire reigning in center field. Man, I want Romine and Jacoby in center, but I think it's probably going to be one of the two other guys. Yeah, I Montuk or Collins. Hundred percent agree with that. Oh, and he also asked, does the JD injury secure Moichado combo of making the team? We already discussed that, but I wanted to throw out the the Moichado amalgamation. Wouldn't wouldn't Moichado be a stud baseball player? <laughs> He's enormous and can field and hits bombs and has some contact uh, <laughs> skills. Yeah, that, that would be an incredible player. Ryan, um, why don't you go ahead and work on on making that happen? Cl- yeah, make him kiss or something. Whatever it takes to make him, you know. Is is that how it works? <laughs> yeah, that's how my parents explained it to me. I don't know. You just get get him. You gotta what is it? Clone them together. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should just get that the uh, machine from the Santa Claus too. Speaking of another, we're just talking about horrible movies tonight. Because of Tim Allen going, "Hey, mm, that's a that's a Michigan man right there." Okay, uh, at Daniel underscore Burns twelve asks. I'm pretty sure this one's for you, based on based on your ethnicity. <laughs> Is the Netherlands World Baseball Classic team uh, actually a damaging affirmation of imperialism? <laughs> This is a follow-up from uh, from a tweet I put earlier today. You know, you can just read my um, f- Vox.com think piece on this. I'm sure that will give you all the answers. just feel like the the it's ripe for some stupid baseball writer to do a think piece on. <laughs> um, at AR Alvarado13 asks, I'm having trouble logging into my MLB TV account through my microwave. Can you come over and help? <laughs> You just you got to speak to it in Russian. That's how you get it to work. Um, let's see. Act or excuse me, act and oh, it's A C T Simpsonian or also oh. something similar. Who's going to hit in the two hole? Talks about that. Not uh, not Kinsler natural leadoff. Miggy, but too much wear and tear. Kinsler, Miggy, J D Vic, something like that. I don't know. Nick. I Victor. As in Kinsler, then Miggy, JD, and Victor. Like oh. he was presenting yeah, we a talked, top four. Uh, yeah, we talked about that, just moving them all up one. I yeah. still like that. I, I think but it's, it's not gonna happen. No, I I I'm pretty sure it is going to be Castellanos. If if Romine isn't the the starting center fielder, because I think he would be a, a pretty decent number two hitter also. Um, and also I'm not I haven't sold myself on the idea. I just would like to see Romine in center field. Yeah. But that's a pretty, 
that's a pretty weak number two hitter, wouldn't it be? If you put Roma in there, unless he's really on fire. Not this spring. But, he's been stroking the ball after his, yeah. his swing adjustment. It's all about the mechanics. But guys just don't have epiphanies at in their late 20s. How old is he? He's somewhere in that late 20s, early 30s range. But yeah, with, hair guys like, don't... with hair like that, there's he, he looks younger. I mean... <laughs> He looks like Chris Tomlin, the Christian singer, Chris Tomlin. He does. That's what he looks like. Actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't. <laughs> at Evan Ken 95 S. Should I get a PS4 just so I can play MLB the show uh, 2017? No, no. Go outside. Look at some sunshine. You don't need more video games. And this is <laughs> this is completely hypocritical because I just look at my phone all day. <laughs> That's what I mean. It would be cheaper to look at your phone all day. If you have unlimited data, speaking of before we get, I don't want to get too carried away down this road, but I put the scientific poll out and I, I'm sure you saw this and, and probably voted. Who do you think is worse? <laughs> the worst among the uh, cell phone carrier commercial goons. You have the, uh, the, the mic dropper from Verizon. You have the, the turncoat Paul who used to work <laughs> for Verizon and now works for Sprint and the new guy I think he's from AT and T he quotes all of the like TV and movies who do you think of as the worst of those three uh, probably just because I'm most familiar with the traitor gotcha. you know so I find him annoying I, find... I feel like go ahead. I feel like you got some invested in here. What do you think, all? The mic dropper. Stop it. <laughs> like, we don't do mic drops anymore. Like, as a culture, we've discern- we've determined, like, okay, we're we're good on that. It's, it's It was a thing, like, four years ago. And yeah. and uh, our boy, Jeremy, uh, he put it correctly. He said that somebody in the Sprint, or not Sprint, Verizon marketing department is like, hey, isn't that mic drop thing cool? We should make a commercial around that. Yeah. And that's how when- we got it. When the president does it, it's kind of done. Um, yeah, so that's that's what that's what we think about that. Um, at called Jacks asks us should this this one once again for you should the podcastianos listeners feel sad when the things they like end up in Comeric Eric's bottom three power rankings? Yeah, yeah, they should because that means they have to- terrible taste. Have better taste. Like the things that are good that I have decided. <laughs> um, and last one, Adam Langworthy asked, do you think that this uh, this tweak in Anibal's mechanics has solved the issue? Going with yes. Yeah, I'm feeling a Cy Young. <laughs> Definitely. That was exactly where I was going with that. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can. Uh, you can reach us at podcastianos.com. On Twitter, I am at JordanHall23. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. On the Instagram, I am at Jordino4. On the Facebook, we are at facebook.com backslash Podcastianos. And we'd love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or however else you're listening to the show. Um, Eric, any other business to take care of uh, before we head out of here for the week? No. Okay. With that being said, we will catch all of you guys next week and eat them up, tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 